Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, all you pet-loving people within earshot of these radio waves, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I thank you very much for getting your day started here at KJAZZ 88.1 FM. This morning, Christy Tom, the executive director of Dogtopia, will be stopping by to chat about some amazing new things in the pet world and a very special event coming up a little later today in Santa Ana. And after our halftime break, Janelle Godges will share how she and her bridesmaids designed a bridal shower that literally went to the dogs. So stay right where you are, and we'll begin after a very quick message from the station here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Christy Tom, the Executive Director of Dogtopia. Good morning, Christy, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. I actually, I just need to clarify a little bit. I'm the Executive Director of Dogtopia Orange County. We're a region of Dogtopia. Okay. Well, that makes sense because Dogtopia must be huge. (laughs) Yes, yes. And growing by the minute. Well, Well, let's, first of all, let's start off with what is Dogtopia? Dogtopia is actually a uh, franchise, an award-winning franchise system that was started in Virginia, and it's dog daycare, boarding, grooming, and spa. And the daycare is actually an open play format. So dogs are supervised by a playroom attendant um, in open play hours, and then they eat and nap in home-style crates. Oh, very good. I love the idea of doggy daycare, especially for dogs that really have a hard time with separation anxiety because when owners are gone all day at work, eight, nine, ten hours, and the poor dog is all alone at home with nothing to do, that's when trouble can really get started. Absolutely. You know, it's something, um, actually, the the regional developer, Jan Folk, she and I uh, learned about Dogtopia in 2013, and one of the things that really stood out for me is Uh, So many pets that stay at home, regardless if they're anxious or if they're calm, they do nothing during the day while you're at work. And then you come home and you're tired from a long day, and they're so excited to see you and get some attention, but you're really just, you're exhausted and all you want to do is cuddle. Daycare really does that, is that dogs get to interact with dogs and then be enjoyable and that, you know, kind of cuddly, furry friend that we want in the evening. Oh, that's great. So they burn off all of their energy throughout the day. So by the time you get home and you are just feeling like you want to be a couch potato, your pet can be a couch potato with you. Yes, exactly. It actually was really interesting. We, um, For our grand opening, which is happening today, we um, rescued about seven animals from the Orange County shelter. And so interesting talking to the other individuals that were that were at the shelter just one day a week 
can be so helpful for your dog to burn off that energy, get, you know, be interactive with other dogs. It's great for socialization and health. It just, it's a really feel-good business, actually. That's very cool, but I'm not quite understanding what the relationship is with the Orange County Shelter and, and rescuing. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, we actually connected with Underdog Foster Network, and they're a uh, 501c3. They're in the process of completing that 501c3. And what they do is go in and get dogs that are really having a hard time and probably won't be adopted. So most um, of the dogs that we rescue will be on, like, a kill list or a euthanized list. That's a better way to say that. Um, So what happens is that at Dogtopia, we believe in giving back to our communities and being a part of uh, ensuring that we have happy, healthy dogs. Okay. So for our... Um, community participation, we reserve five foster spots every single month specifically for rescue. Oh, wow. So it really puts, it's so much better for the dogs, the healthier place to stay while they're waiting for a forever home. Oh, so that's how nice. we that's how we started out, and we will continue to do that and working with Underdog Foster Network. This first round just came from Orange County Shelter because of the particular dogs they had. Ah, that is really cool. And so you have a place that's opening in Santa Ana, but your whole district is the Orange County area. Do you have more facilities? We actually do. Um, as a regional developer, we we have a home store that we're opening, which our grand opening again is today, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, and that store is 3203 South Harbor Boulevard in Santa Ana, the South Coast area. But we've also got franchisees that will be opening in Irvine. They've signed a lease and they're going through their uh, tenant improvements right now. We also have franchisees that will be opening in Huntington Beach. And we have 14 remaining sites in the county from Dana Point all the way up to Anaheim Hills. Oh, so people who are interested in working at a daycare and having their own daycare facility could potentially be a franchise owner. Absolutely. We are, we're seeking qualified candidates now um, because we're building a million-dollar region. I mean, we definitely see the success and the, the ability to grow wealth in the pet industry and doing something so wonderful for happy, healthy dogs um, that we, we really do have an interview process and, and making sure that that individuals really want to be a part of this type of business. It's, um, it isn't exclusive hands-on, but it really is helpful to have that love of dogs and really desire those first two years, you know, really digging in and building it from the ground up. Wow, what a great opportunity. I know there's a lot of people out there who are just tired of doing the 9 to 5 sitting in front of a computer and would love to just play with animals all day for a living. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You know what? It's it's so funny because I when I went back to training, one of the first things that I wanted to do was go in the playroom and play. Mm-hmm. But um, unfortunately, we don't. We're supervisors. <laughs> the dogs play with each other. <laughs> we supervise their play. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I guess it's not all that uh, hands-on it's stuff. It's not all rainbows, right? <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm sure it would still be a lot of fun because you get to see all the smiling dog faces all day and the wagging oh. tails and that that's pretty Absolutely. cool 
And each new franchise operation would need to continue with having the five spots held open for rescue. Is that correct? They're not required to do it, but it, I haven't encountered a franchisee that has said they wouldn't. Okay. It's not a requirement from, from the corporation or the franchisor, but it, you know, it's something that makes you feel good. Absolutely. And heck, if you have the room, why not? Yes, exactly. And, and it's so wonderful because then people can actually get to see, see this dog in more of a setting of the dog's personality instead of the fear, anxious dogs that are at a kennel. Right. You know, that are that are actually, you know, in a shelter, it's so hard to connect with them because it's not their true personality. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about the play areas. Are they outdoor, indoor? What's the square footage? Just enlighten us a little more about that. Our facility is 6,300 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, not right off the top of my head, I don't have the square footages of each of our rooms, but we... We have two fairly large rooms that, you know, if you think in the 1,000 square foot and even larger uh, size, that they house our, um, you know, kind of medium and larger dogs because dogs are evaluated and placed by their size and temperament. Okay. So we have our, our smallest room we call our toy box. Our medium-sized room is our romper room, and then we have a large room called the gym. And they all are inside. So Dogtopia dogs are always playing in sunny, 70-degree weather. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's hot outside. They're always in a, you know, temperature control. Uh, and the, the playrooms actually have a specialized flooring that is that's absolutely wonderful for dogs' joints. Okay. But also, so that dogs know, it's kind of like that indoor, um, like an indoor dog park. They know that they are able to relieve themselves inside but they then don't transfer that at home. I think we, you know, we get that question quite often is that if my dog is, is relieving him, him or herself inside, are they just going to lose all their training that they had from, you know, not doing that at home? And that's definitely not the case. Well, how does that work, though? If they feel that they are inside, how do you make it give the dog the impression that it's in an outdoor, okay place to go to the bathroom? Because dogs actually use their nose to determine that, mm-hmm. and it's not, they don't, they don't have the same perception as inside and outside like humans do. Okay. Dogs use their nose to tell them where they are for the most part. Okay. Um, so that is, I mean, that's really the, what the key is, is that, yes, this is a place, and then building that ritual and that habit because they also see the other dogs doing the same thing. Oh, all right. Okay, so it's everybody teaches all the newbies. Yeah, <laughs> there is. There is that, that teaching that does happen, yes. Well, do you have a website so that our listeners can find out more? We do. It is dogdaycare.com, and you can uh, go right to locations and choose California and South Coast. Wonderful. And your big grand event is at 10 a.m. in Santa Ana today. Yes, it is, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and not only is it our grand opening, but we are also participating in the system-wide charity dog wash that is raising raising funds this year for Paws with a Cause. Oh, they cool. raise they actually raise service dogs for returning veterans. Oh, that is fabulous. 
Well, Christy, this just sounds like a wonderful endeavor, and everything that you're doing is just putting a smile on my face, and I'm sure the listeners are all smiling, too. So thanks for stopping by the Pet Place. Well, absolutely. Thanks so much for having us, and we hope that we can visit again. Oh, definitely. And now we need to take a very quick break. But when we return, bride-to-be Janelle Godges has a heartwarming story to share about her recent bridal shower that actually went to the dogs. This and more is coming right up, so keep your radio tuned to KJAZZ 88.1 FM, and we'll be right back. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and joining me now is Janelle Gotches. Good morning, Janelle. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing very well. Thank you. How oh, are you? That's good. I'm doing very well, too. And I heard that you just recently had a bridal shower. That was not your typical shower, was it? It was far from it. <laughs> I've been joking around all morning that it literally went to the dogs. It did. Um, for my bridal sh- shower, actually, in lieu of registering for gifts for myself, like a typical bride might, um, I actually chose to donate, collect donations for the Irvine Animal Shelter. Oh, wow. And give back to a worthy cause. Oh, that is so cool. So instead of getting three toasters and four blenders, you're collecting cool things for animals that are homeless. Correct. Yeah, I, you know, I. My fiance and I are in our 30s now, and we're a little bit established. So we thought, okay, to your point, why? Do, how, how many more blenders do I need? How many more wine glasses do I need? And it was interesting because at the end of the day, I think folks that and the women that came to my bridal shower actually felt better, I think, giving a gift that they knew was going to a worthy cause than probably picking out that blender. (laughs) So I think it was a win-win for everyone. Oh, that's cool. So they were out shopping for a bridal shower, and they'd go up to the counter with dog toys and and pet bowls and collars and say, yeah, this is for the bride and groom. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, what I ended up doing, rather than sending out a, a list of the places that I was registered at, I actually called up the Irvine Animal Shelter and asked them, what do you really need? And it was quite amazing and fascinating to me on some of the items that you might not consider that the local shelters do need. I mean, obviously they need their normal monetary donations to help keep the shelters running, but and they also need dog food, but specifically the Irvine Animal Shelter has a great uh, partnership with one of um, the well-known brands for dry dog food, but they really needed wet canned food. So okay. the ladies went and got a variation of wet canned food. We got wet cat food. Um, we also found that doggy beds were in great need. Um, a lot of the kennels are on cement floors, and they do have bedding, but, of course, I would rather sleep on a nice, soft, cushy bed than just a cement floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I think you know, it us. was interesting. They love peanut butter. Uh, oh, peanut, okay. Peanut butter was <laughs> wonderful for a donation for them because then they could use the Kongs and actually put the peanut butter inside the Kongs. Oh, that's very cool. And, you know, I was just at the Irvine Shelter last weekend, and they actually also use peanut butter to help give medicine to dogs who don't like taking medicine. Oh, then I'll have to try that 
trick with my dog, Clay, because <laughs> for the life of me, I can't figure out how to give him his medicine. Oh, well, there you go. Secret, <laughs> secret given. Exactly. <laughs> now, how did your family respond to this when you first told them you were going to have a bridal shower where all the gifts were going to be going to the dogs? They loved it. It oh, was interesting wow. because, yeah, every every lady that came to my shower, our, my family and friends, when they went to the local Petco or PetSmart or even their vet and they told them what they were getting donations for, some of them actually threw in a couple extra collars or a couple extra leashes or a couple extra cans of dog food or cat oh. food because they really, really enjoyed the cause. And like I said, I think folks really felt good about giving and giving to a worthy cause. That is really neat. How did you come up with the idea? Did you have a a special dog in your life that just made you think of all the animals in a shelter? I have. um, Adoption is very important to myself and to my family. You know, as you know, so many animals are put down every day because they can't find a loving home. And so my family and I have adopted two dogs from the Irvine Animal Shelter and actually one from the Orange County Animal Shelter. Okay. My family dog, Joy, has since passed, and like I mentioned before to you, she was a joy in every way. She was a wonderful family dog. My current dog, Quaid, a pit bull, um, is a fantastic dog, and he is still with me. He was my running buddy. Arthritis has kind of set in, so we go on long walks. So now and then he's we also more have of another your family dog. I'm sorry. Now he's more of your snuggle buddy than your running buddy. He's definitely a couch dog. <laughs> I think a lot of dogs prefer being couch dogs than running buddies. <laughs> exactly. Although running is good. That's that's. I'm not saying anything bad about that. It's just you know. I, I think I myself would prefer, you know, just hanging out on the couch. It's much more relaxing. <laughs> oh, boy. So you have a, a beautiful pit bull named Quaid, and did Quaid attend your wedding shower? No, he did not. I think it was a little too much commotion for him with, I think, 30 women cackling and chuckling <laughs> the entire afternoon was a little much for him. So was so he, he off with your, uh, with your fiancé then doing manly things? He actually came over to my parents' house to see his girlfriend, Stella. So we had a good afternoon. (laughs) And what does your fiancé think about all this? Uh, He loves it. Part of the reason I think that we work so well together is there are important causes that are near and dear to his heart, and the same with mine, and he's so supportive of me and sometimes my little crazy ideas, and he helped me to see this through to the end and, just yesterday, we actually went to the Irvine Animal Shelter and dropped off all of the donations. And I think then and there, he really could see why it was so special to me. And the folks at the shelter are wonderful individuals that some paid, many unpaid staff that come in and volunteer long hours mm-hmm. to make sure that the animals are cared for and know that they're loved. That's very nice. And you know what the cool thing is about dogs getting blankets and toys and and just all these comfort items, is it takes a little bit of the stress and the edge of being in a shelter, being in an unfamiliar place away. So to have all of these items makes a huge difference and might make them more adoptable because a dog that's less stressed is most likely going to go to the front of the cage and greet people who are walking by as opposed to hanging back, being afraid and shy. That's so true. 
my dog, Quaid, was actually in the shelter for nine months before oh. I adopted him. So it was it was one of the longer-standing um, dogs that took him a while to get adopted, and that was about seven years ago. And I don't know about you, but I really do feel that the – I think the myth that pit bulls are horrible dogs and they're mean and they're vicious, I think that that myth is slowly but surely being dispelled. But at the time, there was still a lot of weariness from individuals on wanting to adopt a pit bull. I even Mm -hmm. had that weariness. So it was a little difficult for pits to be adopted out several years ago. Now when I spoke to the shelter, they actually said that the pit bulls are being adopted out pretty regularly. Oh, that's good. warms my heart. Yeah. Well, that's really wonderful. What was it that made you decide to adopt a dog that nobody else had adopted for, for almost a whole year? Weren't you a little worried about that? I wasn't. And the reason I wasn't, after I, I should probably qualify it, I, I was at first. You know, my family dog was attacked by a a mix, and, you know, you kind of carry that with you. But when I got to the shelter and I really got to know Quaid, his handler, his name is Mike, worked at the shelter, and my brother actually went to high school with him. Ah, I think you're talking about Mike Caviani, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike, I know, is a wonderful person, and I knew that he wouldn't lead me in the wrong direction in adopting a dog that wasn't a good fit for me. So we got to know Quaid, and we we spent about an hour or so getting to know him and his personality and finding out if he was a good fit. And now I can't imagine my life without him. Oh, that is so cool. So he adapted really well. And how long would you figure it took him to become a happy, content member in his new household? It probably took him a couple of weeks. The nice thing about the Irvine Animal Shelter is that they do have um, families that take the dogs home to keep them acquainted and um, with a home-style lifestyle, and that really helped, I think, with Quaid. Uh, It was funny because I I knew that he had been in uh, at least one home prior because I didn't have a doorbell at my apartment that I ended up taking him to, and doorbell would ring on the television and he'd start barking at it (laughs) i don't know what you're barking at because i don't have a i don't have a a doorbell but you know i could tell that they really have taken the time to make sure that the dogs are familiar with a home lifestyle and um they i can't speak more highly of the shelter that's very cool and you had received at your bridal shower Close to $400 in monetary donations, over 300 cans of wet food for dogs, almost 200 cans of wet food for cats, gourmet dog treats, 65 collars, 81 dog toys. Oh, gosh, this list just goes on and on. It's absolutely incredible. And if you could tell all the brides-to-be out there what great fun this type of event would be, what would you say to them? I would sincerely hope that other brides would consider supporting a cause that's near and dear to their hearts for a bridal shower instead of just registering at a retail store. They can still register for the wedding and receive gifts to start a home with their fiancé, but maybe consider at your bridal shower registering for and, and collecting donations for something. I promise you that you will feel so good about the cause that you were able to support 
I had a blast. You had mentioned the gourmet dog treats. We actually went to Top Dog Barkery in Newport Beach, and uh, she was the the owner of the store was so wonderful, and she helped to take off a percentage of um, anybody that purchased anything in the store because she wanted to support the cause. She also helped us um, with the cost of purchasing 100 gourmet dog treats, which we decorated Aww. at the shower, <laughs> which was really fun. I don't think we're, we're all artists, but we I don't okay. think the dogs, think the dogs would dogs mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Janelle, this is fabulous, and I thank you so much for stopping by the show, and congratulations, and the best of luck on your impending marriage. <laughs> thank you, and I just want to say thank you to you and your show for bringing awareness to important causes such as animal welfare. You do a lot of good, and I think you should just keep going strong. Well, we will definitely try. And now we need to take one last break, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Tomorrow from noon to 5 p.m., enjoy an afternoon of great food and wine, a silent and live auction, opportunity drawings, entertainment, dancing, and a pooch pageant at the beautiful Hilton Waterfront Beach Resort in Huntington Beach. This special event will benefit the Wagon Tails Rescue Foundation. For more information, visit www.wagsandwine.com. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. You can also visit us on Facebook. Just add that old backslash Pet Place Radio after Facebook.com. Well, that's all for me today. Remember... Pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. (laughs) 